It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And we are deep into August, which means we are deep into chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies up to our eyeballs. That sounds like a good problem to have. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. I am so excited by this month because... I really think that chocolate chip cookies are the bomb of the cookie. They are. um, It's funny that you say that because I saw someone uh, on the internet say that you're forever defined by the slang that you use. So I think, I don't know if if kids today would would know what the bomb even is. Oh, well, (laughs) I will be forever (laughs) defined. All right. So what did you bring us this week, Jill? I brought us orange cinnamon chocolate chip cookies, which were on the list when we originally checked out the Taste of Home 29 chocolate chip cookies you're not making yet. And that jumped out to me as something I might like to try. I love orange and chocolate together. Some people are not fans. No, I love it. In fact, my son Charlie and I love those jelly candies that's like a orange chocolate covered orange peel candy. Okay. Yeah, that's a special treat. I like the the orange chocolate that you smash it's like in the shape of an orange and you smash it yes and, and the segments all the break wedges so yeah. so one of my um lab testers did say this cookie reminded her of that oh oh i'm so excited <laughs> so we want to give a shout out to the to the developer of the recipe who said I developed this recipe after years of searching for a chocolate chip cookie that would stand out from all others Orange and cinnamon are tasty additions, and that's Daniel Cape from Coldwater, Michigan. Shout out to Daniel Cape. I I like this website because what the person who runs the website does is curate from a variety of different bakers. Sort of like sort of like what we do on Cookie Lab. Yeah, we do curations of curations here at the Cookie Lab Cookie Museum, mm-hmm. Cookie and Art Science Museum. Speaking of cookie art and science, we also do some history. And I bet you didn't know that the orange has a long history. No, I didn't know. I mean, we, I think I'm remembering when I made Jaffa cakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are named for for Jaffa Israel, which is a place that has an orange crop. Yeah, famous Jaffa oranges. I don't know much else. So we're going to do a little science and history, but just a tiny little science. Scientists identified the entire genome of the orange. And I bet it's like 89% the same as a human being, right? Probably. Like, isn't a banana like (laughs) our closest relative? Yes. Yeah, (laughs) that makes perfect sense. Uh, The orange, through genetic investigation originated in a region including southern China, northeast India, and Myanmar. The country formerly known as Burma. Yes. And the earliest mention of sweet oranges was in Chinese literature in 314 B.C. Okay, that's a long time ago. So it's one of our B.C. history uh, cookies. But I think, yeah, but I think things like figs and dates go even farther back, right? And like... And conquered grapes and blueberries and cranberries. Oh, I didn't know the conquered grape. Well, all I know is that that's that's native to this continent. So that makes me think that 
Native people who were, who were here 10,000 years ago knew about oh, it. But I don't know. I don't know. I am talking. I am making things up, when Chris. When we do the Concord Grape cookies. Okay, okay. We will find out. So so the orange Wait. is a legit old fruit. It is. And as of 1987, orange trees were found to be the most cultivated fruit in the world. Hmm. We are passing on to our listeners a very old history. Okay. Through a cookie. So, do you want to tell us what you did here? Yes. So, you'll notice, Chris, on your plate, you have two cookies. I do. And in the picture on our Facebook page. Yes, I didn't mean to make two cookies. Here's what happened. As I've said, this sounded yummy to me, so that's why I decided to make it. And you know you're supposed to read through a whole recipe before you do it. Because something could come back to bite you. But in this case, it didn't really come back to bite me. I did read the beginning of it, which told me to chill the dough for two hours. So I did start early enough in my day that I had set aside that that was not a problem. So I made the dough. I chose um, some slightly fancier chocolate chips, which might have been a mistake. I thought that the pedestrian Nestle Toll House semi-sweet morsel just wasn't going to be fancy enough. Oh, okay. And I chose a fancier, slightly darker, but not bittersweet of a french sounding brand that was at the grocery store and when i opened the bag the morsels were really large okay uh but that's not a bad thing no oh it also contains some some chopped finely chopped walnuts oh i saw that in the recipe which which we often skip right you could leave it out if you were if you were you know making it for someone with a nut allergy so then when you take out the dough, then it's it's told me to roll and cut it. Chris, I was so shocked. Didn't we roll and cut a previous we doll? We dough? did. And I like was researching to try to find a good recipe that would, you know, behave properly for rolling and cutting. And this didn't say anything. You know how websites, when you go to a recipe, there's like thousands of words of extraneous text. It didn't say like what's different about this recipe it's rolling nothing I, and the picture on the internet is they're round like i was shocked they must have been cut with a round cookie cutter yes and as my husband said the last time i tried this why why would they be round if you were bothering to roll and cut them right so i grabbed the nearest cookie cutter at hand which was a bear which made me laugh because my daughter summer has had a had kind of a big bear summer she encountered no, oh, no less yeah. than 15 bears <laughs> yes yes in california and um we're looking for her picnic basket yeah and california uh there's that state is the symbol is a bear and they grow a lot of oranges too so i think it all works oh it's all come together but when i was making the roll and cut cookies which came out by the way, I think they held their shape fine. And if I were to attempt again, even if not using this flavor, I would probably try to use this base because they behaved beautifully. Also, I did chill them for two whole hours. If you check back a couple of weeks, you will hear the experimentation yes. of, the, of the rolled and cut cookies where you did a house yes. which was very fairly simple straight yes. edges and, and it was it still wasn't awesome this bear is clearly a bear okay i like in this one how the chocolate chip comes out as the ear yes that's pretty cute yeah, I, so but while i was baking my assistant alicia said well what would happen if we just tried to do drop cookies like normal chocolate chip cookies so that's what i did they did not spread as you can see it's like a globe it's it didn't spread like at all. Yeah. So I'm just, I, I, I feel like I need to throw out everything I know and I, I don't even know what to say, Chris. We could we could do a deep dive into the, you know, we flour to fat ratio or yeah, we could just eat the cookies. It's got to be with the with the flour because I noticed in your recipe that there was a lot more flour. Yeah, there were like three and a half cups yeah, of flour. Yeah, it was like th- almost three times as much yeah. flour as 
sugar or butter. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's, that's it, right? That we know is going to make it keep its shape. Yeah. All right. All right. So I think it's time to taste. Great. And we're going to taste both. We're going to taste the round ball blob. I mean, I don't want you to judge anything on the round ball blob because no. that was like just purely but a we'll curiosity. We'll just see how it, it tastes. But first, we eat the bear. Okay. And it's a big cookie. So we're going to share it, right? Here we go. Do you want the, the business end of the bear? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Got it. Chewy. Mmm. Strong orange mm. punch. Nice orange. It's zest. That's what I put in. That would make it... Just zest. Pretty strong. Did you zest your cookie over the dough? I did. I zested my orange over the dough. Oh, not the cookie. And thought of you when I did so. Because, as we know... Some of the oil escapes and drips into the whatever you're zesting it over. So it's best to zest right into what you want to put it in. I like the cinnamon. The texture is a little boring. The texture is a bit dry, isn't it? Mm. But I think that's what you're going to get with a rolled cookie. Certainly the orange is spectacular. It's orange forward Mm -hmm. and and cinnamon after. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like that you finely chop the walnuts because you can get a little nutty taste, but you don't get big hunks of walnut. Um, I use this grinding thing that I have, mm, nut chopper. Yeah. And the I did the coarse grind, but it's still like super fine. It was electronic. It's no, a, it's just a like a thing with blades that you oh, turn a crank. Fun. Yeah. And the reference to the orange chocolate. The candy. Candy mm-hmm. that you smash and eat the segments is, is right on. It's got it's got it's reminiscent of that flavor. You know what? It's perfectly lovely. I don't think it's my new favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the your your peanut butter chocolate chippers are still I took the peanut butter chocolate chippers on a trip to Canada. How did that go? And I put them in my duffel bag mm-hmm. where they they would get jostled. But were they in like a stiff container? They were in a Ziploc bag. Oh, and they came out as multi-piece cookies. Okay, but not like dust? Not dust. Okay. Not dust, but these I, th- I think would hold I up. would still put them in a more of a Rubbermaid <laughs> plastic thing. I didn't have room. Mm, yeah, I know. When you're packing, you got to be real, yeah. real uh, economical. Mm. All right. All that's left of that bear is its torso, a little part of its torso. <laughs> so it's a big cookie. We, we ate both the business ends. Yeah, it's a good size cookie cutter. You know, I was just having fun. I... The ball's got a little bit more of a mouth give. Mm-hmm. Because it, it was Are didn't have any um, yeah. flattening to... It just didn't flatten at all. So it's probably got more moisture in there. Yeah, so it's a little moisture. It's a, I would like more chocolate chips in it. But, yeah. But well, you know, that was the end of the bowl. It's different than the rolled. Yeah? Mm. Okay. Mm. I'll try. Mm. Yeah, it's a completely different experience. Yeah. It's more of like a breakfast treat. Yeah. Kind of like a scone. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. All right. So. Great orange flavor. I used Cara Cara oranges. Oh. I don't know if it makes a difference. I think it's the zest. Yeah. Right? No juice? No juice. Okay. Well, I bet you'd like to know a lot of science about oranges. I always want to know a lot of science about everything. Well, did you know, Jill, that the navel orange provides about four ounces of water water not orange juice Just water no i yeah. didn't know and generally women need about 92 ounces of water daily oh 
And men... <laughs> or alcoholic. <laughs> right. And men need 124 ounces. Is that just because men are larger or are there different dietary Gen- needs? No, generally just men. So then I probably would say people need between 92 and 124 All ounces. All right. Well, this is the science that they studied genders. Okay. All right. Legit. So larger people <laughs> uh, need to eat 31 oranges daily to meet their water well, that's not practical. If that's all you'd, you're living on. No, you'd get sick. <laughs> but right. But you'd have you'd have wonderfully hydrated skin. So, so if you happen to be stranded in an apocalypse situation, yeah, you could survive from a water standpoint in mm-hmm. an orange grove. Right. Yes. News you can use. But listener. you'd have to eat thirty-one. Women, you only have to eat twenty-three. That seems more doable. <laughs> that's a lot of orange. <laughs> no, I don't even like orange. Like, they're so messy and there's all that <laughs> right? white stuff. Well, yeah. We're going to talk about that white stuff soon. One medium navel orange offers about three grams of fiber. That's a little disappointing. Yeah. I would I would hope for like six. Hmm. Well, the Food and Drug Administration advises getting 28 grams of fiber daily. So if you ate nine oranges... Chris, are you being paid by Big Orange this week? <laughs> what? what is well, I thought this was just interesting. No, it is. I'm teasing. Interesting you. facts. One medium navel orange packs nearly 100% of the daily recommended intake of vitamin yeah, C. Yeah, we do know that. We've always known that. Orange zest, which you used in the cookie, contains pectin. And pectin is a type of carbohydrate that has prebiotic quality that is a popular buzzword these days prebiotic i knew about probiotics that's the bugs in the yogurt that you need for your gut yeah more recently i've been learning about prebiotics well they are non-digestive carbohydrates but they promote the growth of the probiotic Mm -hmm, bacteria mm -hmm. and those aid in the prevention of food born pathogen development the prevention of foodborne... Pa- okay, but they also do other things. Oh, they do a lot of other things. Like to keep you in balance. Keep that flora furnishing, yeah. fr- flourishing. The zest also contains dietary fiber, which aids in digestion. And you can also use them for whitening <gasps> I know you just went through a tooth whitening extravaganza last night. But really, all you had to do... This is crazy. ...was for two minutes, take the pith, that white stuff that's on the other side of the zest. I'm so delighted by this information. And rub it over your teeth for two minutes and then rinse. And you do that... Two minutes is a little bit of a long time, I'm not going to lie. for, ...for several days. And your teeth are going to be zesty white. That is incredibly timely for me. You know how you zest an orange... I do know how I zest an orange. And you you leave the pith behind. It's yes, covering. you just want to get the very right. outermost. Now you know what to do with that orange that's full of pith. You just rub it around So do you mean like just the outside of the orange or would I cut it and get to the white, yeah, actual got, the inside of the rind? You, get, you, want the, you want the pith. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. So next week I'm expecting to see you. Well, I've still got this this kit that I realized was going to expire if I didn't use it. So I'm suddenly doing a, to- a round of tooth whitening. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in a few weeks, I'll get back to you with the pith. All right. Stay tuned on Cookie Lab, where you might hear Jill say, keep your paws off my pith. <laughs> 
I was going to say, keep your bear claws off my cookies, oh, but yours is even better. <laughs> and next week, I believe, is the last Monday in August. And we promised an extravaganza. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all month for this. So it is exciting. No, no lie, you guys. Hopefully it's going to be great. Yeah. Did you like how I used that more current slang? Oh, no cap. Yeah. Oh, it's the bomb. I didn't even know. Dot com. Didn't even notice. (laughs) You're getting jiggy with. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you next week. It's Cookie Lab.